So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens, and they kept repeating to me over and over again, Simultv.com, Simultv.com. What's Simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a Simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about Simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. SIMULTV.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about Simultv.com. SIMULTV.com. Welcome. Know the name, know the genius in you, where in a single moment you can recognize your brilliance and change your life. This is a transformational hour that covers an array of topics that demonstrate how individuals use their native talents, of course as shown in their name, to look at the ordinary in extraordinary ways. Now, Albert Einstein once said that everybody's a genius. Why would one of the smartest people on the planet declare that everyone is a genius unless he knew that to be true? I'm your host, Sharon Lynn Wyeth creator of Namology Science, and author of Know the Name, Know the Person. And in each weekly show, you hear the fascinating ways that other people have discovered the genius in themselves and what they were able to accomplish. At the end of each show, you always hear clues on how you can recognize your own innate genius in your name. Now, all over the world, people have many, many diverse interests. And in that vein, people have asked about different occupations, different areas of life that have highly interested them. People want to know how highly successful people have managed to achieve their genius mindset when they use the gifts that are seen in their name when we use nameology science. So how does someone express their creative talents and how does someone share those gifts with others in such a way that everybody benefits? Our guest tonight is Lou Diamond, who has developed his genius in the area of motivating others on how to thrive. Now, Lou Diamond is the master connector. He has over a quarter century of experience in sales, relationship management, business development, and executive coaching. Lou is an energetic, humorous, and inspirational coach. And he does business development strategies, and he's also a performance coach. Now, he's consulted with and mentored leading performers from companies all over the world. Now, Lou's authenticity, energy, and enthusiasm for what he does is unmatched. His inspiring keynote presentation, Connect to Thrive, will send you on your way feeling as if you can conquer the world and make tons of great new connections doing it. Now, I love his work because he knows how important it is to connect and does it in such a different way than how we do it through the names. So welcome to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You radio show, Lou. Sharon, thank you so much for having me. I love that introduction. It was just, it couldn't couldn't have been you know more complete. I feel like I know myself a little bit better. Oh, you're so cute. <laughs> now people are attracted to people who thrive. Connecting muscles. We all need to master that art of strong connections. And to do this, you have a formula that you call the safe formula. And you notice how I dig right in right from the beginning because you have so much to share. So what is this safe? S A F E formula that you have so i like to make the analogy sharon that to be in shape you need to have a strong physical core every personal trainer will tell you this uh, if you want to go work out if you want to go stretch and get out of your regular comfort zone you need that strong balance well the same is applicable to how you need to be when you connect the safe is what i call the connecting core these are the muscles that we flex when we want to connect with other individuals, when it's one-on-one, when it's a leader connecting to an organization, or even a company in the way that it connects as a brand to its target audience. So the SAFE breaks down into an acronym. I worked in consulting for a really long time, so I make a lot of things into acronyms, Sharon. And to, to work it through, the S is your super Y which is really 
your super purpose for being on this planet? A is authenticity, and it's being open, honest, and from the heart in everything you do. F is a fearless mindset, which is moving through the fears that hold you back into courage. And E is the power of empathy. And that's the ability to stand in another's shoes and see things from their world. These are all traits that we can work on and are coachable. These are muscles that we have that we can actually practice each and every day. And there are some people who are natural connectors and born with these muscles a little bit more flexed, just like that person who goes to the gym and never really had to work out and they look like they're sculpted from clay, as opposed to other people who need to work a little bit harder at it. That same skills can be coached each and every day. And those that are really good connectors can also work on this to take it to the next level. When you connect with other individuals, with organizations, with your message, things start to happen faster. People start to see each other for the other value, not for their own value. And it almost becomes, instead of the me, it becomes the we. And we actually become much more attractive and people are drawn to us. So the ability to connect actually isn't so much of you going out externally to go out and connect with other people, like going to increase your sales or improve your client relationships or maybe even improve the way you work within your company. But when you embrace these connecting core muscles of the safe, people are actually drawn to want to do business with you. And then they come to you and you, instead of you having to go to them, is that the whole idea? That is kind of the idea. That's actually what happens. So it's literally in the law of attraction. Uh, we are attracted to those that have these elements of the connecting core flexing, for lack of a better word. Um, I'll use it in, in a perfect example. Sharon, we, summarizing you, we know that you are all about finding out the, the value of a name, what is in the name, and, and recognizing that skill set. And you've been doing it for your whole career. And that uniqueness is actually, so you people have come to you to really understand because when it comes to uh, companies looking to hire people, people trying to really understand what's in a name, that unbelievable skill that you have is the expertise and you own it so passionately. You've been doing it fearlessly for all the years that you've been a teacher in your career. You are as authentic as anyone will ever get because I've had conversations. I've had Sharon on my podcast show and she is the <laughs> real deal. And maybe most importantly, what you're doing right now, the ability to ask great questions and be empathetic. Those are the traits that we are attracted to. Um, when I look at how to help organizations or individuals better connect, the main goal is to recognize that each of those muscles can be worked on. There's actually workouts that I go through with each of the connecting core muscles so that they can practice that particular skill that they might not be as good at as they think they are. And when they get it, it's as if a light has shined and we've made you more presentable to the outside world and others want to come and learn more. So yes, it does attract people to you, um, either individually or from a message, um, from a marketing perspective as well. So I want to know, kind of briefly, what part of your background propelled you to want to help others the way you do? I mean, I've watched you. You're out there pumping everybody up and saying, you can do this and, you know, let me show you how and, and believing in everybody, even when they have a hard time believing in themselves. So what motivated you or propelled you to want to even do that or to think it's important in the first place? Yeah, so if I if I rewound the clock all the way back, not all the way to the womb, Sharon, but I'll go back <laughs> at least at least to the parts that I can remember. I've always been the one that likes to connect the dots, um, connecting people, connecting, putting people together, and I always seem to be positioned in in a space where I seem to know a lot of people. That that just tends to be a playground that I love to play in, and I also recognized that while I did this and this was naturally who I was. I didn't recognize for a very long period of time that other people weren't like this, that it wasn't natural to want to connect with others. It always seemed like to me, well, don't you just want to do all those things that I mentioned in the connecting core and have those abilities? What I did recognize, though, was that I was really good in helping people thrive. And, and I mean this from those that worked underneath me when I worked in a sales role, 
my clients that I partnered with to help them get the best out of what they needed to do. And I guess over time, anyone that never really came into contact with me, naturally, I had that empathetic ability to want to help other people first. I guess I found, call it a karma or a beneficial thing that is just innately in me. I want to help others. And it makes perfect sense when I look back in all the career choices I've had in my life. I worked in customer service. Uh, my dad used to have a, a local retail jewelry store. And it was one-on-one, -on -one, helping people figure out what the right solution was for a gift, a present, a special occasion. I always got to get to know people in that way. And I enjoyed it because when you did connect with someone and you made a sale or you established a relationship with that other person, it was much bigger than just the sale itself. It felt like there was a bigger power. So I recognized that there was power in connecting. I went into the field of consulting, which for lack of a better word, is really just connecting with companies. And the reality was is that I loved being a student and learning how these companies can fix themselves, make themselves better, make themselves thrive. So a lot of the connecting core skills I did as a consultant in larger consulting firms carried over into my world of helping companies. And then I worked in Wall Street, and which was really a consultative way of selling complex solutions in a financial market. That's really what it was. And the reality was I was doing the exact same thing. And I had lots of people working for me over, year, over the years. And I stepped back and I recognized that this ability that I've always had, I like to actually help others grow because it makes everything else seem bigger. So what I never knew, Sharon, was that that SAFE that I'd come up with was the key on how I'd been doing every single one of those steps of my career. And it I wasn't it. Yeah, go ahead. It's just incredible. Absolutely incredible. We're going to get into more of this because we need to take a break. Stay <laughs> tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on XZBN.net and Exxon Broadcast Network and on the website, knowthename.com. Now, after the break, we're going to find out how you can start connecting better with the people around you. Stay tuned. It's hard to listen to the news without realizing we're living in volatile, unprecedented times. Yet never has there been such an opportunity to transform the human condition. As old structures fail, where can we find the guidance to co-create a better way? Find Your Path Home is an ever-evolving, leading-edge information, education, and healing resource center designed to support and guide you on your path to unity and enlightenment. Based on sound principles employed by Shaman Worldwide, we provide techniques that can support you through the current transitions, offering online shamanic classes, international long-distance shamanic healing sessions, complimentary Mission Evolution radio episodes and Stairway to Heaven TV vignettes, seminars, retreats, and much more. All of this can be found on findyourpathhome.com. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomenon, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. 
with over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, the X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation, keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on xzbn.net and knowthename.com. Now, our guest tonight is Lou Diamond, whose website is thriveloud.com. That's T-H-R-I-V-E, like in Victor, loud, L-O-U-D.com. It'll be in the show notes, so if you don't have something to write it down with now, you can catch it there. Lou, you're known for connecting great people with other great people. So how did that start where you want to start connecting great people with other great people? And what criteria did you use to determine that this one was worth helping and connecting to that one? Ah, it's a great question. And I think it actually isn't so much that I look at a person and say, oh, that's a great person. Let's get this one together. Uh, It's probably important that I explain to you how I see the world and how I see people. Okay. Because that is actually part of the skill set in helping to connect better. And this is what I will spin around and what I try and coach and teach people when I present to them. Sharon, the best way to look at this, when I look at somebody, they don't just look like a regular person. They look like a person with like an orb around them with all these little bubbles. And each of these little bubbles represents almost the visual assets, the things that I remember about them or how I know them. Now, I have to interject just for a minute because I have to laugh because (laughs) I see everybody with gold discs around them and all their gold discs are their strengths and talents and gifts. So anyway, keep going. (laughs) Okay, so that's right in line. So it it is along the line, the strengths and talents. I'd say it's their strengths, their talents, but it's also the things that I might know them for. It might be the company that they work for. I'll see the brand of that particular organization. Maybe the university they went to, the school and and their colors, uh, where they're from, their hometown. I kind of see them and it just kind of circles around them. And I make this clear that really thriving individuals in this world, those that are totally flexing their connecting core, these worlds are actually bigger. And the reason is, is that when you visibly see these assets around them and you know them for them, and it comes out in the way they represent themselves, their confidence level, their all the elements of the safe are literally not visible, but make that individual literally shine more. Like you wanna learn more, like wow, what's with this person? What is it about them? And as you start to talk to them, it's like you've been given this secret pass card to now see what's inside their world. So once I've met these people and I see what's inside their world, I know what their world contains and I know what other people's worlds contain. And I recognize that where there are natural synergies and overlap, opportunities maybe where certain skill sets are needed, where one might help another. Or maybe where one individual has something else to offer the other, and there's something we haven't quite figured out that maybe the power of the two of them together will really grow. I want to make this clear that I've not only done this on the individual level, Sharon, I've done this on the company level as well, where organizations can partner together and create the alliances. This visual visibility on the ability to connect is actually what makes connecting so much fun for me because it's like putting those pieces together and connecting the dots, but recognizing that when those two 
strong, thriving master connectors, for lack of a better word, connect together, what happens next is unbelievable. That overlapping space where we play, I actually call the gold zone. And that zone is where things get elevated to a much faster level. Uh, as an example, I always talk about a lot of the people in the Silicon Valley world, and a lot of the venture capital firms, technologists, universities, those that happen to overlap in those areas have created some of the most powerful companies we know today, from, from Google to going back to, to even to Apple, or some of the browser technologies. There's a great story of how Jim Clark, Mark Andreessen, and John Doerr actually met together around Netscape. And literally, they all came from different worlds, but all overlapped together with these strong connecting cores that truly made them shine and created an amazing company. The ability to see this skill is what makes a great connector. The ability to bring them together is what makes the ability of master connectors truly the true thrive artist, if you would, that I love to uh, get involved with. So that's how I see the world and what I do to bring them together. And that's what actually makes them even greater than they already are. You know, it's, it's interesting as I'm listening to you, I see this picture in front of my mind's eye as somebody had to connect the Sistine Chac uh, Chapel to Michelangelo. And mm -hmm. how come we never hear about that person and what a great favor that person did that said, hey, you need to hire Michael Michelangelo for this painting, you know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, or something, you know, like they look and said, what's the skill set? And a lot of my friends that I work in the in the speaking and consulting world, they come up with this expression. And that's a great question. You know, what is the problem you solve and who do you serve? That's a great question that I think is part of like when you want to drill down into how you can start figuring out how to work these muscles. I love asking that question in any client service situation or even I just went up to um, I just spoke at Cornell University, Sharon, recently, and I had a whole bunch of students ask me questions and they're trying to figure out what they want to do for their summer internship or for their full time jobs. And I love to say, position yourself answering that question. What problem do you solve and who do you serve? It's almost like what problem do you want to solve and who would you like to serve in the future? Those are the things that you want to be able to position yourself as a way of saying where you can be successful. And to answer those questions is beginning to understand how to really get, be a great empathizer and use that muscle to be able to really listen to what's out there. Because that's where it all starts, by the way, as we're on a podcast and a radio show here. It's about listening. And the more intently that people listen, that's where we really start to begin to connect. Well, and... I always thought I did well in school simply because I knew how to listen. And I used to challenge myself. Can I stay focused? You know, <laughs> because right. some teachers were boring. And so then it was like, what questions can I ask? that can get this teacher excited that somebody wants to learn and maybe they won't be so boring. Anyway, well, wait, that's a great segue. <laughs> Just a great segue. Instead of actually, there's much more power when you ask someone something than when you tell them that, you know, the teacher, when they just go straight through the lecture, and they just tell you all these facts and facts and facts. Like, you're right, you'll fall asleep, you'll lose a little boredom. But if they interact with you and they ask great questions, and then, oh, by the way, the students ask great questions, mm -hmm. you have created a conversation that is much more engaging than just a one-way way of communication. And connecting is part of that. That's part of really sitting back and stepping into the world of another. So in our example of all those worlds coming together, when two people do connect, they're seeing into the world of another and vice versa. And that conversation actually happens through asking great questions. Well, this is the part of the show where we interpret a portion of our guest name. So are you ready, Lou? I am born ready for this because I'm excited about <laughs> it. Okay. So your name says that you have a lot of self-confidence. You came in with it. You've always had it. You always will have it. That you're here to help nurture other people. I love that when you were answering questions, I was thinking, okay, I know where that is in the name. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's really that you want to nurture other people. However, by nurturing other people, you expect loyalty in return. And it hurts your feelings when somebody isn't loyal because it's almost like, hey, I was so good to you. What's the oh, issue here? Mm -hmm. You know, and then it, your work, your name also says that if work can't be fun, you really don't want to do it. You've got to make it fun <laughs> and exciting and whatever, because if not, you have a short attention span. And yes, you can stay with something as long as you need to. But if it's fun, it's so much easier to keep your attention there. That is 100% accurate, by the way. It has to be fun every minute of the day for me. I'm totally with you on that. Yeah. Okay. It also says 
that you came in with knowing that family was very important and it's the root and the foundation. And so you were taught from the very get-go that blood's thicker than water and that there was a, a type of what I want to call an ethical moral base and that everything had to come from your ethical moral base or else don't do it. Mm-hmm. And that you got from family, from being around family and learning that ethics and morals were very important. Now, when I say you learn it from family, it can mean it was so well taught and demonstrated that you knew, oh, my gosh, we need to be like that. Or that you saw things that were so missing that you went, oh, wait, 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 I need this because look what happens when you don't have it. Okay. So the other thing that you got from family was how to go after what you love that you're able to manifest, able to create, and go after what you love. Now, the one warning in your name is through your genetics that, um, according to the last name, when I'm looking at that, that's always genetics, that your family, everybody in your lineage, needs to be careful of their knees. Because <laughs> Are you serious? Because your knees. <laughs> yeah. That is interesting. And by the way, my 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 dad uh, blew out his knee when he was like 35 years old, and uh, he, he still makes whenever he bends his knees, it makes sounds that are the strangest <laughs> things you've ever heard in your life. And mine aren't so far off, so this is interesting to know. Wow, very cool. Yeah, that's genetic. So so for your kids and your lineage, you want to make sure that they're always taking care of their knees because that's that's geneticist. The other thing that's in your name, talking about health that comes through your genetics, is diabetes, and oh, so. Right. Um, I don't, you always I don't have think we be, have, I don't, I don't think we have that in our family, but I'll, I will keep my blood sugar levels conscious of what I'm doing. It's good to know. Yeah. Because <laughs> those are the two things that say comes through genetically. And I always think if you know what they are, then you, then you act appropriately and you go, okay, we're good here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I have that in my birth last name. And so dad used to always test us for diabetes. And I was always like, why are you doing this? And then it, I realized that all four grandparents had it and he was paranoid that one of his kids would get it. Hmm. You know, so that's why. But anyway, um, you know, when you do coaching and consulting, you know, I've watched you with different people and you propel people to new heights and you even do it with teams and you make people into these top producers and amazing leaders and you just help everybody escalate their own success. So when you go to do that, we want to know right after this next break how you're able to do that. Because how do you start? What would be the first thing that you would do? So we need to take another break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on XCBN.net and XZOM Broadcast Network. Stay tuned. here and they've been here for thousands of years making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God, 
It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. Now, our guest tonight is Lou Diamond. He's the master connector, and you can reach him via his website, thriveloud.com. Now, he has another website also, which is his name, but this Thrive Loud is so interesting. I really want you guys to go there first. Okay, so right before the break, I asked a question. What helps you to cause people to succeed so wildly once you start working with them. So when I when I speak to companies or when I work with uh, sales teams and workshops and and we have some pretty fun interactive pieces as you just broke out how <laughs> my name I always love to have fun there is there is tons of fun in every possible uh, Thrive Loud or Lou Diamond workshop this is or anytime I'm presenting. But what I talk about with the safe is it's interesting. When I teach what the muscles of the safe are, I do it in reverse. I teach them empathy, fearless mindset, authenticity, and, and, the, and the super why. But when I work with them to get them to elevate their levels, we start with the superpower. What we have to remember is we each have a purpose of why we are on this planet and what our superpower is. And depending at the level of your career or the time of your life, we're not always 100% sure what that is. And, and I deal with a lot of young people. I just I spoke earlier that I was speaking at a university, and a lot of them are still trying to figure out who they are. But there's some core path that, as you very well know, they, they, they've got mapped out in their name. So <laughs> as it relates to your superpower, I love to tell people that I was put on this planet to work with the most amazing companies and individuals and help them thrive through the power of connecting. And interestingly, owning up and figuring out what that superpower was is one of the most attractive things that help salespeople clearly communicate what they do. And when you recognize how powerful you are when you have that purpose, because we've all had issues where we talk to people who are a little unclear, a little uncertain, and maybe their message isn't actually working so well. You can take this from a sales perspective, from a marketing message. I've walked into companies, Sharon, where I've literally gone on the website, I go, I still have no idea what they do because they're, they really haven't clearly defined their purpose and their message and why they are going to be the most amazing company to work with. Even our leaders, it's tough to work for companies when there's almost a flippancy at the top or an inconsistency and the purpose isn't being driven. Again, we're attracted to that muscle of the connecting core. So what I do is I help people come from that super why when they start, and we work on that. So literally helping an organization clearly know what their purpose is or if they're selling a certain product will work and best define what that product and solution is. And that is the best starting point. And then it flows through the rest of the connecting core in that way. Obviously being authentic, <laughs> you mentioned that when people are dishonest or disingenuous with me, that it actually rubs me the wrong way and really hurts in my name. That is legitimately the thing that hurts all of us, but specifically authenticity, the importance of owning truth and honesty and being open with who you are speaking with in the message you deliver will actually draw people in. Because when you break it at that point, you're not going to thrive. Trust me. You will actually repel people away and then connect with them. Fearless mindset there's a lot that I do. I do a lot of work where we really work through the fears that hold us back. Some of my workshops are a little woo-woo-y in that sense for those that have been coached, who have ever been coached before. Um, really knowing your fear, and I'm not talking about fear of like spiders or, you know, moldy food or allergies. <laughs> I'm talking about the fears or that snakes. are inside. <laughs> yeah, or snakes. Those fears that really hold, hold us back in business or in our lives. Fear of failure, rejection. Uh, sometimes the imposter syndrome, which is one of my favorite fears, like people are going to find out that we don't know everything. 
Sometimes there's a fear that I might be too young, too old. Certain perceptions and limiting beliefs. Knowing how to move through that. And when I work with teams, I actually get them to drive through those fears because I have a very quick three-system um, set for how you move through it. And this one I'll go through in specifics. One, you have to choose to face your fear. A lot of people don't choose to face it and they kind of dwell in it. They're not ready to move on and sometimes that's why they get stuck. But for you to get out of your fear, you have to choose to face it. I say that you then, the next step, have to identify the fear. Give it a name. Um, my ultimate fear, sharing with your audience here, is mediocrity. I never want to be average, Sharon. Mediocrity to me feels like failure. Oh, he was okay. Eh, that was fine. <laughs> you know, he was a good speaker and he came out and our audience was okay. If I get that, I feel like I've just, you know, right. crapped in the Haven't bed and everything's living. gone bad. <laughs> but I use mediocrity as a trampoline. And that's the ability, which is the last part of the fear, after I've identified it, is to flip the fear on its head. In my case, I want mediocrity. Look, mediocrity is still better than half the world that's out there. But I also recognize that I want to use it as a launch pad. I want to use it as a trampoline. So when I feel that I'm just being average, I step up my game to do something great. Sorry, I coughed on that. I step up my game to do something amazing, something different, something fun that launches me to distinguish me from everybody else. I do that with the work with my clients and my speeches and my presentations. Even in my podcasts, we'll do something fun. It might be a fun sound effect or an interesting quip or music quote that we'll put in, in our show just to keep everybody on their toes to recognize that this is not your average listen. This is not your average workshop. This is not your average speaker. We want everyone to recognize that the message that I deliver takes you to a new level. So when you think about what you do to help people move through that level to get them to thrive and to get them to uplift and all the energy and all the stuff I do. It's all about getting them to embrace their own connecting core. And that's where it all starts for those that thrive and work with me. Steph, is, is all of this extended and explained? Um, I've only read part of your book now. So master of the art of connecting. So you go through all of it though, in the book, right? I do. Yes. And, and we go into a lot more detail. I tell a lot of stories on, where maybe cases where people were not representing the best of the connecting core or certain instances where I really was embracing a certain listening muscle, which is in the levels of empathy or recognizing all the fears that hold you back and how to move through each one of them, um, specifically fears. I mean, there's all different ways of those three steps I gave you, but I also how to actually turn those fear on their head is really hard to do. And certain key things I remind people so that every time you feel it, you know how to trigger yourself to get yourself into that gear. The book runs through all of that. And, and more notably, each time I speak and each time I present, we take real life stories of things that are happening and where that connecting core is really working and where it's not. Um, we, I did a whole presentation, Sharon, recently about two airlines that over the last several years, but most recently the last year, weren't connecting with their audience and the ones that really were. And it was a real interesting dichotomy of two separate corporate cultures, one that was thriving and one that wasn't, and one that was embracing their connecting core and one that really needs to start to. And that split is a great way of showing some great examples of how this way of just connecting one-on-one -on -one can be carried up to a whole organization if you're not too careful and you don't do it well, or if you do do it well, it can be the most amazing place to work. You know, somebody I knew was working for Southwest Airlines and said <laughs> that their message is so clear and yep. so precise and that you're allowed to turn in ideas all the time and that the core message is we will be the least expensive airline out there that gives good quality. And so when somebody gave the message, you know, could we serve olives with the food when we're serving it, you know, and the answer came back, is that going to increase our budget or decrease our budget? How is that going to keep us being the least expensive airline you know well, it was like right back on target like hello <laughs> well, well but even more so than that and I'll, and I'll tell you where they got out of the the price line by the way southwest is one of the companies that truly embraces the connecting core if you remembered when united had that instance in april 2017 when they dragged a passenger off the plane um, and it was captured on all the phones and the, the immediate knee-jerk reaction of the CEO, which was documented all over Twitter and all these different articles, 
was maybe the what not to do in corporate communications. Never apologize to the passenger, never actually recognize that what they did was wrong. In fact, they used the word that we reaccommodated these people on their planes. And I saw this language and said, how can you possibly do this without an apology? I mean, the whole world saw that you dragged a passenger off the, off the plane. Well, a few, few weeks later, they settled with this passenger and they paid him an unsung godly amount of money that no one's exactly sure what it was. And on the same day, Southwest Airlines CEO came out and announced something unbelievable. And that was that they will never overbook a flight again. This was all based on an overbooking of a flight and a passenger wasn't supposed to be on. Southwest saw this situation as so detrimental to the other airline that it could happen to them. And even though it didn't, they had the foresight to recognize that we care about our customers and we're going to lose money, by the way, in doing this because it's a very profitable scheme to overbook the flights. They actually do make a lot of revenue off of it. They threw it out the window because they recognized that their customers matter most. What I love about Southwest, by the way, if you look at their logo, they have a heart in it. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They do. They really do care and they believe it. And to your point, it's that type of culture that's a connecting core culture that is the type of place you'd only work with, but also their message is so bled through their people and through their customers. Oh, well, and it is. And I love their their slogan of transparency. Yep, you that's know? cute. <laughs> both of us are on airplanes a lot. Now, your <laughs> book Sorry. is a maze and it, you came <laughs> up with that. I love that because you keep saying you connect all the dots and inside the maze in the front cover of your book is all those dots that you're connecting throughout that maze. And the, the book literally helps people go through that maze and understand how to connect the dots. And we're ready for our last break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You on xzbn.net and knowthename.com. Now, after the break, we're going to find out what Lou has in his name that has assisted him that you just might have in your name as well. Stay tuned. heard of the X Zone? Now watch it on Simul TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X Zone, Sci-Fi and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Path Home Shamanic Art School has just launched a new online series of classes, Galactic Shamanism, Art of the Ancients, Key to Tomorrow. In these classes, composed and taught by Path Home founder and director Gwilda Wiecka, you'll learn practical shamanic skills to support your daily life, such as how to build a medicine wheel to access the power of the earth, perform a shamanic journey, create sacred space in which to live and work, empower your life with totem animals, elementals, and fairy folk, and learn the art of accurately reading signs and omens. These tried and true skills are the key to living a powerful, productive life. Visit us at findyourpathhome.com to see the ever-growing collection of classes and leading-edge information to support you during these times of uncertainty and transition. All can be found at findyourpathhome.com. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? 
The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. Our guest tonight is Lou Diamond, whose website is thriveloud.com. Now, he's taken his skills to a level where he's able to share his knowledge with others to enable them to connect with people and corporations faster. Now, what I'm really curious about, Lou, is if you move to a new place and you didn't know anybody, because this is such a transient world. Okay, and you don't have any connections, how would you go about making your first connections? <laughs> I, I mean, as, as simple as it would be if I moved to a place, and, and, I, and I'm like this, by the way, when I walk into a conference and I don't know anybody, I legitimately will walk in and just start a conversation right up with someone and asks, you know, who are you? How are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm that person. I'm always looking to meet people and... I'll also, by the way, feed off of that whole connecting core thing, those that want to connect or those that are more willing to be more open. And I'll kind of gravitate to those people because it'll be fun to have that conversation. So I don't think, I never look at it as I'm new into a new place. When I go to speak at a certain company, aside from maybe the person who hired me or the you know association that has me coming to speak at their organization, I might not know anybody in that room. And I love that. I actually think that's exciting because it's a great opportunity to connect with new people and add to my own world. So I'll have conversations with people and ask tons of questions, totally embracing my empathy muscle and power of empathy so that I can grow as an individual. We learn from connecting with others. And I think too often, uh, and you know, we, we were during the break, we were talking about the fact that you know we deal with a very the elections in the United States, uh, there's, we're split in so many different ways, and, and people don't even want to get to the table to connect with one another. But they're missing out on so much when they do. Uh, you don't necessarily have to change what you believe in, but you can connect with other people and grow and learn and appreciate things a little bit better. That's where compromises are made. That's where growth is achieved. So I love those opportunities to connect, and I encourage others to do it all the time because it makes us better. It makes our worlds bigger. When we started the show, I talked about how I see people and how the worlds of yours of those assets, you called them golden circles or whatever they were that you see. Yeah, golden spheres. Uh-huh. Golden spheres. <laughs> those spheres that I see, basically, they grow when you take a little piece of something that you connect from someone. It's an experience that you achieve with them. It's a spot in that connection of that overlapping world of yours with theirs. Well, the more and more we do that with each other, the more people do that with another, the more connected we are. And the more we grow from that experience, that's always where growth has been achieved and where great people thrive each and every day. You know, now my book that's called Know the Name, Know How to Connect is coming out at the end of this month as a freebie on my website. That's how strongly I feel and how on how important this topic is, is getting how to connect. Now, my book was so different than yours is mine's all about interpreting the letters to know how to start a conversation and how to feel comfortable with somebody and where do you start connecting simply by the first vowel and their first name? <laughs> I mean, it, it just sits right there. And your book is so wonderfully written and so well that businesses can implement your ideas, you know, as well as individuals. And it's so different from mine. I just love that. And that's why I was so excited about having you on because I just love this topic. Well, so it's my honor. <laughs> is, so I want to know from your perspective, is connecting with others an art or a process? Ah, good well, I think it starts with it is an art to know how to begin those conversations, to know how to identify the opportunities to connect. Um, from a process point of view, I think I look at it this way. 
everyone can work on themselves individually on the things that they need to do to improve themselves as an individual, their clarity of their message and owning what their superpower is and knowing what it is being authentic and real that it doesn't get any more authentic than you being who you are and being open, honest and coming from the heart in everything you do, moving through your fears. You kind of have to do it yourself a little bit before you can go out and embrace others. Others can help you, but you're the one who has to make that choice to do so. And empathizing only comes from you because you really have to give up of yourself and make you not the focus. I do this whole thing about the different listening levels. Uh, 98% of the time, Sharon, we are stuck in what's called listening level one, which is called internal listening. That means that when we hear something that someone else says, we immediately think about how it relates to us. So whether, you know, the elections we were just talking about, how I feel about that or in my state, or when someone tells the, another person about a bad travel experience they had because they got stuck in traffic, immediately you think about, oh, it wasn't as bad as the time that I got stuck on this particular <laughs> highway. Well, we do this because we were born yeah. this way to protect ourselves. However, it's really important to recognize that you cannot connect when you do this. You're only making it about yourself. If you connect with another, you have to drop down to or drop into another level called focus listening, which is listening level two and beyond. Listening level three is a global listening where you're really conscious about the world around you and what's in there. All of those things are stuff you have to do yourself. Once you work on yourself, though, the power of then working and connecting with others is really the magic about this whole thing. And that is the art. That is the art form that you get to practice in Canvas because the way that I connect with one individual is going to be totally different from the way that you do it. Using the muscles that we have is one thing we have that we can work on ourselves and how we relate to it. How we go about and do it with others is going to vary from one person to the next, from one company to the next, from one leader to the next. So that ability to connect is individual onto itself and I guess where you get your own paintbrush and it does become an art form. Ah, so interesting. Thank you. Now, you have a podcast, Thrive Loud, and I was fortunate enough to be a guest on October 16th, show number 203 or 203, so everybody listening can go to thriveloud.com. Sharon was a lot of fun. She was a lot of fun. (laughs) She was a good guest, yeah. Ascribe down to October 16th, show number 203, and you can listen to that one. Um, And I literally am going to put in the show notes on my website, the the link so that you can go straight to it and so my question is what was your original purpose for starting a podcast and um did it make a difference in your life I know it's making a difference in other people's lives because I tell people about it and then they report back to me and they go oh I listened to this best show on your podcast and so I know you're making a dis- a difference in others lives did it also make a difference in your life one hundred percent. You know, the, the purpose of putting together Thrive Loud, and by the way, I'm calling you from Thrive Loud Studios, so it's kind of fun. I've got a lot of Thrive Loud paraphernalia all around me here. And it, it's a little ego fleshing because I'm not a person who likes to focus myself and my name is everywhere around me. And it's always a little weird. Uh, the idea was that I had come up with a book, Master the Art of Connecting, and I knew a lot of great people and I wanted the world to connect with them. I wanted other people to hear these great stories, learn how people were thriving each and every day in their lives, their businesses, and their passions. And not only was I able to get from the people I immediately knew, but this volume of people that wanted to be on the show that really I was decoding how people thrived and I was doing it through really hitting upon their magic powers, their super wise, their purpose on the planet, all the things that embody about the connecting core. What I recognized is that it became an unbelievable forum for me as well. Why I've gained from it is all of those conversations, and we're close to 300 some odd interviews that I've done um, over the last year and a half, which is unbelievable that it's it's only been, that seems like such a short period of time, and the show's had a tremendous amount of listeners and growth, but the thing that gets me is that every conversation I have with someone on Thrive Loud I grow from it. My world gets bigger. And I have been able to incorporate some of these amazing stories into the messages that I'll speak about because not everybody gets to listen to every single episode. So it's a wonderful 
I, I guess I call it a labor of love too, because you know it is it's it's a lot of work to produce. We're, we're doing three or four shows a week. Um, we have these best of shows, these mini shows that we air on Wednesdays, which are a ton of fun. Which we go back to previous episodes and pull out little nuggets of brilliance from our guests. And what I will say is, it has become this brand that is bigger than than me, which is a lot of fun. And I truly feel so proud that the ability, it also embodies the whole thing we've been talking about the entire time here, Sharon. And that is, this was not just about me and me having a podcast show and my name on it. It was about everybody else. And by doing that, we gained all these other listeners and we connected tons of other people to really incredible individuals, which is what I'm all about. Which I think is so cool. Thank you so much, Lou Diamond, for taking your time to join us with on Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. It's been a delight. Truly a pleasure. Thank you for having me, Sharon. So be prepared and surprised and pleased when you get to experience Lou Diamond's work. And again, I would start by going to thriveloud.com. Now, Lou's name excels at being able to take the lead and nurture others. This is found in the first vowel of an O. So if your name has the first vowel of an O, you too are meant to become a leader and nurture others. But it's also where you'll find that you're disappointed since you're so good to others if people are not loyal back to you because you really do take care of the people around you. Do you want to know where your genius lies? I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, host of the radio show, Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is heard every weekday at various hours right here on xcbn.net radio and Xzone Broadcast Network Station and knowthename.com. So remember that once you know the name, you know the real person. This is Sharon Lynn Wyeth signing off. If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar's sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone radio show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, 
Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Hey there. Ever wonder what authors and writers think and talk about? Well, I can let you know. I am one. Hey, I'm Hollis Joe McCullum, and I have a podcast called I Do What I Want, and it is all about my writing journey as well as the writing journey with other authors and book stuff in general. Check me out on Spotify and on my channel on YouTube. Thanks so much.